Today, my special guest is Iris Adam. This is a very special week for Iris because she is officially retiring from UCI, wow, in the next couple days. Iris has been with UCI for 22 years. The vast majority of that time has been spent at the Henry Samueli School of Engineering where she is the Director of Accreditation. Outside of her work role, she's also a distinguished Toastmaster, speaker, and communicator. She has coached over a dozen student commencement speakers and facilitated literally hundreds of communication and leadership workshops. Areas that Iris and I have in common is our love for Toastmasters. I am the current president of Zotspeak Toastmasters at UCI, and Iris is the beloved past president. Please give a warm cyber radio welcome to Iris Adam. Hello, Iris. How are you today? Just great, and it's great to be here. Fantastic. How does it feel to be a few days away from retiring? Well, I'm only retiring from UCI. I'm not retiring from life. So it's, it feels good. I've got a lot of other things I'm going to be doing. I've been here 22 years and loved every minute of it. I'm very, very fortunate to have been able to work in both the School of Social Sciences and the School of Engineering. And I have uh, plans beyond this week, and I'm excited about it. Fantastic. I, I can't wait to hear about it. Iris, let's just start at the beginning. Like, you know, where were you born and how did you make your way to UCI? Oh, that's a great question. Unexpected to go way back that far. Um, I actually spent the first few years of my life on the Wind River Indian Reservation in Wyoming. I uh, grew up with two tribes, the Arapaho and the Shoshone. Uh, my father worked in town at the newspaper and we had a wonderful life. I remember at age 13, my father saying, no, we're not Native American tribe. We're an Eastern European tribe. And that's when I realized I'm Croatian, n not, not Native American. But in any case, I had a wonderful start, enjoyed uh, all that Wyoming has to offer, went to college there, moved to Colorado, and about 30 years ago, moved to California. So you didn't come to UCI directly. When you came to California, what did you do? In Colorado, I was the director of a school for gifted. And so when I came here, I worked with gifted students before I took a job at UCI. When you first came to UCI, what did you do? Oh, I worked on contracts and grants for an individual uh, distinguished uh, faculty member and uh, then started to work as the manager in the Department of Economics and moved over to the School of Engineering about 17 years ago. And in your position now, I know you're the director of accreditation. What exactly is that? Oh, gosh almighty. Is that really what we're going to talk about? Accreditation is exciting to me, not necessarily exciting to the rest of the world. But in order to get students, it's very nice to have your programs accredited by a national board. And there are many accreditation uh, accreditations on campus, not just engineering. Uh, the law school needs an accreditation, medical departments, public health, nursing, and so engineering needs this for their undergrad programs, and uh, of course, we all have external reviewers. We invite them so that we are um, quality control of our programs. Well, super. Hey, why don't we transition quickly just to your retiring? What are your plans now that you're 
a few days away from retirement. Well, uh, I am going to be starting a new routine, uh, probably starting with a swimming, exercising first thing in the morning. I have uh, a love for writing, and I love time travel. So I think my writing and time travel will be a piece of my day. And then, of course, I have a lot of travel plans. Uh, in, uh, just last week, I was in Grand Cayman, on the Grand Cayman Island. And um, I think there's a little more travel in my future, along with my husband. And I have a grandson, brand new baby that I want to spend some time with. But there's lots of family I want to visit. So I have lots to do. I also have a couple of jobs, uh, some projects in mind, but I'm not going to announce them here yet. Well, I'll have to keep tuned for that breaking news. You mentioned about time travel. What's, what's that all about? Oh, I love to travel. So I, um, my favorite kind of travel is time travel. I've been going to Croatia for 40 years, so I've watched it over time. I also love Bhutan. It feels like stepping uh, into a uh, world 100 years ago. Cuba, I was there before it was opened up, and it's a time travel experience as well. So I've, I've done a lot of that, and I like to write about that. Um, Where's Bhutan? Oh, Bhutan is that beautiful country between India, northern India, and China, and it's right in the Himalayas, uh, and has has to. It's between two giants, and it's a very peaceful country. Is it next to Nepal? Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, you know, some other things I just want to talk about UCI a little bit. It's been such a privilege and an honor to be at UCI, and probably because the students have been so amazing. Uh, creative, ambitious, and exciting in their world, and I've been invited into it. As an advisor to both the Phi Sigma Rho sorority and the Triangle Fraternity, I have had a chance to interact with some of the most brilliant, bright, kind students imaginable. Engineering students, actually students all across the campus are just amazing. I particularly love the STEM, um, STEM world, and I have a deep, deep appreciation for the faculty here. Um, we have amazing things on campus. I, I like to explore a new area of campus every chance I get. Um, I don't know if you've had a chance yet, Kevin, to uh, see the nuclear reactor or to go to the Beckman Institute. There's some amazing things going on, um, uh, breaking, breaking uh, uh, developments in every lab that I've ever had the privilege of visiting and seeing, and I, I make a point of doing that often. Excellent. Iris, how about, I know that you ran for governor not once, but twice. Can you... Tell us about that experience. Yes, I I love politics. I have a passion for environmental issues and state water policies. So started in 1996, uh, opposing the El Toro Airport, the development of the El Toro Airport, and um, just I just my passion grew for that. So in 2002, I ran for governor before it was popular. Uh, There was a 2003 recall where everybody seemed to run. I actually opposed that because a recall can be a disaster. As it turned out, there was a clear loser and a clear winner, and it turned out, okay, I am no longer in active politics. However, um, always curious, as we all are. Any highlights of those campaigns? Anything in particular that stands out like... You can't believe this happened, or was it any surprises along the way? Every day is a surprise in politics, as you know, 
as we uh, move through politics <laughs> now. Um, I think the important thing is there are a lot of people who are interested in the same things, uh, especially environmental issues, water here in California, uh, water across the nation. We had a group um, that called ourselves, uh, called the IRIS group. It was a multi-party uh, group that would take one issue and then talk about it. Uh, so it it was a uh, it wasn't named after me, by the way. Oh. It was named after the Greek goddess, the messenger. And uh, we had Democrats, Republicans, natural law, green, libertarians, independents on this, uh, in this group take one issue and discuss it. So it, it was, uh, I, I believe there are uh, some spinoffs of that that are uh, quite popular right now, like left, right, and center. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Very interesting. How about your time here at UCI? 22 years, you know, have there been, what's that growth been like? I, I'm just amazed at the explosion of growth. I, I've been around, well, actually I grew up in Orange, so I've seen it go from dirt fields to what it is today. You know, can you talk a little bit about that and have there been surprises even for you how the school has grown? Uh, in the years that I've been at UCI, I've seen uh, undergraduate populations double, grad populations increase, uh, faculty, amazing faculty, we're able to get um, amazing faculty here at UCI. And of course, one highlight was having uh, President Obama as our commencement speaker. Um, and uh, it's, it's a wonderful experience. It's a growth experience, both for me, for the students, for faculty, for um, the staff. It's, it's been great. Iris, how did you originally get involved with Toastmasters? Well, I was very active in politics first, s did a lot of public speaking, and then I learned that there was a Toastmasters club on campus, a Zot Speak Toastmasters, and I was able to hone my message. I was able to get a 20-minute segment into three and a half minutes. I really enjoyed the camaraderie and the networking that goes on in Toastmasters. And um, I also then began to train the trainer and work with students and so forth. So Toastmasters is just a wonderful, wonderful organization. I have promoted it. I've uh, been in it a long time and always, always talk about it. I know you've given hundreds of presentation and leadership workshops. Can you talk a little bit about those experiences? Well, that gets me in the classroom, and I love to be uh, with students for 50 minutes, if at all possible, and I've done hundreds of uh, uh, classes, uh, pre class presentations, uh, both in the upper division uh, technical writing as well as clubs and so forth. Uh, one thing I like to start off with is asking the students after I've walked in, I like to ask them cold, what is their first impression of me? Because that is a very important piece of a presentation, uh, the very first impression. The very first impression in an interview, up on stage, giving a TED Talk. And uh, so that's how I start. And I have always enjoyed that. And then we go from there with um, uh, gestures and facial expression, vocal variety. And it's, it's very interactive. Every student has to participate and answer a question. I don't make it real easy on them because it isn't easy to get up the first time. And uh, it's, it's a joy to see a student relax into being able to be a presenter. And um, it can happen very quickly. And that's what I see when I go into a workshop. It's just delightful. Mm, excellent. 
I know I've been I've had the privilege of sitting in on a couple of your presentations and I've been really impressed how you've kept it simple like looking at that first impression and dealing with one question and then going to every student in the audience and asking him like let's take a look at you personally regarding this question and that will be the whole hour and it's very impressive because you can only take away really at the most three things right so if you complicate it with a lot of takeaways no one remembers you know by by next week you forget but if you have two simple takeaways three simple takeaways which i am very impressed with well thank you so much kevin that's sweet of you to say but i'm also very impressed with you you have taken on a, a huge role in zot speak toastmasters here on campus which is helping a lot of people across the campus as president of zot speak that uh, there's a lot of responsibility there in both the organization of the club, the meeting, and also giving your own presentations. So there's a development at a lot of different levels. And I, my only piece of advice for you is to uh, become an area governor and then a district governor and then a regional governor. And uh, someday we'll see you as, uh, you know, the, the head of Toastmasters International. Wow. <laughs> Thank you, Iris. <laughs> That would be incredible. In case you are just joining us at KUCI, we are visiting with Iris Adam, who works at the Henry Samueli School of Engineering as the Director of Accreditation for two more days, or at least a few more days, until she retires. And we are talking about her life and loves. Speaking of your life and loves, Iris, what have you... Now that you're retiring, if you as you reflect back, is there you know something significant that you can identify that propelled you to the future? Is there anything like that? I think one thing to remember when you work at UCI is that you are not just the work at UCI. Um, I have a very rich outside life. I happen to love games of all sorts. I play bridge, mahjong. I um, am a big hiker and I um, and also I like to write. Um, I also uh, try and finish a novel a week. But So one becomes identified sometimes in what they do at work and yet there's so much more out there and uh, in the world of literature, of uh, in writing, um, I have found a, a new life and a different life. Um, but I also enjoy um, a, a, a very broad social life, and I love especially strategic games, and I love online games as well, by the way. Wow. Just a story. I even love Pokemon. <laughs> Fantastic. You talk about writing and reading. I'm interested, do you have a favorite book? Anything that's historic, I enjoy. I love David McCollum and all of his uh, historic writings, like 1776 or uh, The Long Journey, Americans in Paris. Um, I just finished reading a book called uh, Demon Under the Microscope, which was the history of the development of sulfa drugs and pen penicillin in light of history and all that was going on during history. But I take on a lighthearted uh, book every once in a while. Uh, the book I just started yesterday was uh, Oil and Marble about da Vinci and Michelangelo. Uh, so I, I tend to go toward history and, and fine writers like Eric Larson. Um, but uh, I, I enjoy all kinds of writing, and I do also run a book club um, for uh, a professional group called Contacts of Orange County, 
and uh, that broadens my perspective and my my choices. And how about writing? Have you have we seen any of your writing? I have not published any of my writing for the public. I have done some writing for a writing group, and I like to. Um, I've done some for my family, and I love the critique that comes. I live to be edited, and I also think that being an editor, I've done a lot of editing in my work as an accreditation policy officer. Uh, There's a lot of editing. I enjoy that very much, and I also understand and appreciate when someone edits my work. So, Kevin, probably in the near future, you may be seeing something of mine, uh, or I may give it to you to be edited. I would be honored. More the merrier. Iris, let's touch a little bit on your family. You said you were married and your kids and and your grandchild. (gasps) Yes, my grandchild. This is one of the wonderful reasons that I am going to be having a new routine. I'm going to be incorporating a lot of time with a wonderful little brand new grandson named Atlas Turing. Uh, his anyway, there's there's some nice stories behind those names, and uh, little Atlas and I are going to spend a lot of time together um, until he, until he decides not. So I'm looking forward to every minute with him. What's the first major event? I know you're going to have extra time on your hands, so I know you must have some plans. What, is it Disneyland? Is it a hike? What What do you think? <gasps> Disneyland is a great idea. In fact, I think after my early morning walk, I'll do the rest of my 10 miles or 20 miles at Disneyland. That's a great idea, Kevin. I love Disneyland. I think it's very healthy to go to amusement parks and just laugh and play and sing and, um, you know, go on the the um, roller coasters and laugh. So uh, that's definitely in my future, and I need to do that very soon. So maybe July 2nd, if it isn't too crowded, or even if it is. My daughter actually just went to Disneyland this week, and oh. she said it was, you know, it's the summer, so there's a lot of people. She mm-hmm. said it wasn't as crowded as you might think. So All right, I'm there, I'm there. Iris, one of the great pleasures I've had while I've been here at UCI so far are the international students. I want to give a shout out to international students because they are so, they're such a sponge for, they want to learn about the American culture. And when you, when they ask you about things and you explain it and you see the sparkle just explode in their faces and their enthusiasm is, I, I say it's childlike, not as a, because they're sophisticated, you know, UC students, but they are, the joy in their face reflects the joy in their heart. That's interesting that you have that impression, because I do too, with one caveat. They're, it's very hard to explain American culture because there really isn't a single American culture. And uh, everybody, even within a family, you have parts of family that will celebrate different different um, holidays differently or celebrate different holidays. They uh, here in a, in the U.S. we've got such a rich uh, array of of 
cultures and there is room for everyone. And I think the beauty is making room for everyone to fit in and learn about other cultures and other traditions, either within the country or coming from other countries and incorporating some some hybrid celebrations. Um, So this has been a, a real joy for me as well, Kevin. Wow. That's a great way to close our time together, Iris. It has been a blast getting to know you better today. You are a delight. It sounds like you have made the most of your time here at this great institution. The page is about to turn on the next chapter of your life. Yeah. With 22 years of experience, Iris, at UCI, you have made an impact and touched literally thousands of people with your dedication, commitment, and compassion. Thank you for your kind words, your story, and for sharing your passion for Toastmasters. Now, hey, if any of you listening out there are interested in becoming a more effective communicator and leader, and I don't know who wouldn't want to become a more effective communicator and leader, you are welcome to come visit a Zotspeak Toastmasters Club meeting. We meet every Tuesday from 12 to 1 p.m. in Aldrich Hall in room 107. Visitors are always welcome. My experience is that the Toastmasters professional development system is absolutely outstanding and second to none. And as Dr. Seuss will say, the people you will meet and the places you will go. What the heck? What what are you doing for lunch tomorrow? Come join the fun. And for those of you who are new here to UCI as summer session students, come on down. We would love to meet you at Toastmasters and hear about your great summer you will be having. Hear ye, hear ye, hear ye. Spread the word. Or as KUCI sportscaster Michael Sullivan would say, it's going to be a great summer. For everyone out there within the sound of my voice, thanks for joining us today on UCI Conversations. Next week, my special guest will be New Swan Theater Director and UCI Drama Professor Eli Simon. He will be discussing the Shakespeare play The Tempest, which he is currently in rehearsals for, and will be presented in the incredible outdoor theater that has become a UCI summer tradition. Last summer, I watched Hamlet under the stars with a full moon peeking through the eucalyptus trees as the ghost of Hamlet's father appeared through the fog and smoke. It was an absolutely surreal moment. I can't miss. Don't miss. You don't want to miss. Be there. Now, don't forget, before we leave, mark your calendars every Monday from 5.30 to 6 p.m., UCI Conversations with me, your host, Kevin Bossenmeyer, and a weekly special guest from somewhere in the land of blue and gold on KUCI 88.9 FM. Now coming up, man, next on KUCI is DJ Jarrett Lovell, bringing you the Dread Zone, where Bob Marley, the father of modern reggae, is channeled into today's sounds. It's going to be a rasta good time, man. So go have a great week, Anteaters. Go be great leaders. And we will see you next week on UCI Conversations. Hit it, Fred. That's a wrap.